The Game Sports Show is pleased to shout out a partner, additional home, and sponsor to Northern Superior Brewing Company, located on 50 Pym Street in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Northern Superior Brewing Company having a strong presence locally with many beers to offer. With much involvement in the community of Sault Ste. Marie, Northern has a sport and friendly-like atmosphere within its tap room, and during the summer months, it is a must to visit Pier 55 to enjoy some delicious food, amazing view of the water, and view of the Bush Pulling Museum right on the cusp of the Hub Trail, and of course, all of that down with a delicious brew from Northern Superior. Northern Superior Brewing company it's a northern thing booyah it's time for the game sports show powered by the game entertainment and media gem for short heard on the gamesportshow.com also searched on all popular podcast platforms and social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram tagged at the Game Sports Show. Make sure to hit like, follow, and subscribe on all the platforms to keep up to date with all the gems and the games content. Tonight on this Northern Superior Brewing Company upload will be a full featured hockey edition. I remind you to follow Northern Superior Brewing Company on social media as well, Facebook and Instagram. We're at Northern Superior. It is a Northern thing, and they have free local delivery, which is very critical, especially in the times that we have currently and it's your host david mckeg and i'm here joined by my co-host here tonight on this full hockey edition preview show for the nhl alex parr and justin heiko going first to alex alex how's it going pal doing well it's been so long since i've been able to speak with justin so as excited as i am to talk to you and talk about sports justin buddy i miss you where you been what have you been up to well you know i'm just uh lurking in the west end that's uh <laughs> Don't, don't go much past Great Northern Road these days. You know how it is. I'm <laughs> staying, home, staying home, doing my part. And but, of course, uh, it honestly feels like I haven't talked to you since, like, March. I It honestly ha- probably has been March. Wow. It's almost been almost a year. It's been time for all of us that really have a show, and that's where... I want to remind listeners, of course, uh, hopefully everyone's following protocols and being safe. Uh, Of course, we are doing this recording through Skype. We do have our studio. That's where yours truly is with the GEM studio. I get the luxury of being inside the studio. However, Alex and Justin, of course, have the luxury of being inside their own homes. However, we do and want to be a part of doing the show within our studio. we got some great plans, so hopefully we can get back to normality. So hopefully everyone can stay safe and also follow everything with this lockdown that's currently going on here in in Ontario. It's January the 12th is the day of this recording. And fellas, it seems like just a, like last week it was Christmas. Time is just absolutely flying by. And in that time that it has been flying by, there's been a lot of content that has been uploaded from the game. And also, Jam, make sure you check out our website. We have the ESPN edition. We have the Strike Zone that's been launched. We have our hockey show here. We have In the Pocket. We have a special edition upload coming up this week. Darren McCarty absolutely fired up about that one. So we got loads of content. We have loads of content still going to get uploaded throughout everything to make sure you have your full fulfillment of entertainment, in particular with podcasts and broadcasting. Trust us, the Game Sports Show will keep you entertained, especially through these tough times now i'm just going to remind listeners going forward that our editions are going to be northern superior brewing company and sports center bar and grill editions that has a featured topic aka this is a hockey edition brought to you by northern superior brewing company and the pocket is brought to you by sports center etc so going forward that is how the layout of the show will be and there'll be a full agenda and information once things are back to normality and we are doing things inside our studio as well but enough with the background information i want to get started on this Northern Spirit Brewing Company Hockey Edition uploading. Going to the full agenda of this show, we're going to have the NHL preview, obviously. And there's going to be a quick and yet late reaction about the World Juniors. And then at near the conclusion of the show, we'll have a local update and gem local. In between all that, uh, we'll also be discussing a bonus topic. That will be about something that you have to wait to see what it is going to be about so there's a lot of topics that we're going to get to and with shows we're going to have a bonus topic for each show going forward that might be about the show or topics that we're talking about or it might be a separate sport giving a little spoiler alert this one is about a separate sport so overall you're going to hear a full reaction and preview of the national hockey league that puck drop starts january the 13th 
And it feels like just yesterday that Tampa Bay was just lifting the cup in that very exciting playoffs, if you will, and that, and that went on. It was very entertaining the way they did the bubble and in Toronto uh, and in Edmonton, the way that they did everything in the National Hockey League. Very excited to see how this season goes on, and we have a lot to get to with that, fellas. So let's get right into it. Firstly, I want to shout out, I can send out, sorry, congratulations to uh, Willie O'Ree as his number 22 will be uh, retired by the Boston Bruins. Now, with this honor, I think it's definitely long overdue. Of course, he is going to be the first black player to be honored for this. His number 22 will be hanged in the Raptors on February the 18th by those Boston Bruins. So, fellas, just a quick reaction about that. Long overdue, don't you think? And it's just great to see Boston giving this credit. Alex first. Uh, yeah, I mean, way, way long overdue. It's been really, really cool to see how the NHL has been uh, handling, you know, the racial diversity problem that does come with the sport. But I wish it was any other team but the Bruins because I don't like saying nice things about the Boston Bruins. <laughs> Justin, I think you can echo that almost. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're getting baited into this one a little bit. Right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, hockey's starting and you want to say something bad about the Bruins, but uh, they're doing something nice. So... Uh, I mean, it's it's definitely long overdue. I, I mean, we talked about this a little earlier. I I thought they'd done it a few years ago, kind of when they brought Willie O'Ree kind of back into the mix, and uh, he was getting a lot of face time with the franchise in the NHL. But definitely, it's good to see, and it's a good way to start the season. It is. You know what? As listeners can tell, we have a panel today that are full of Toronto Maple Leaf followers outside of our show hosting. So it's, we will try not to be too biased in terms of opinions. Oh, we but. will be. <laughs> now, I want to bring up significant points before we jump in to talk about the preview that are coming up for the NHL's upcoming season. Puck drop will be, of course, the 13th. The trade deadline will be April the 12th. The end of the season will be May the 8th. The last possible day of the Stanley Cup final is July the 15th. Some more playoffs in the summer. Expansion draft will be July the 21st. Welcome to the NHL of the Seattle Kraken. The NHL draft will be July 23rd to the 24th, and free agent frenzy will be July the 28th. Now, those are the confirmed days. I'm unsure if, the, if there's going to be some subject to change if COVID gets in the way, but those are the significant dates for the National Hockey League. Now, jumping into the NHL preview, the full season preview, myself, Alex, and Justin are going to go through each division. And kind of give some points about those each division, about each division, sorry, and some fun facts that we think about the season that's going to come up with them. Some teams that stood out, some underdogs, favorite teams, what four teams going to make the playoffs, whole bunch of topics we'll get into for each division. So let's get underway. First division, let's start it with a bang with the Canadian division. Of course, here on the Game Sports Show and Gem, we support both Canadian and the U.S. side of the border, of course, because of where all of our shows are located. But we're going to start with the Canadian division now. This is going to be an interesting division, in my opinion, because obviously when you look at uh, when you look at the ex- the experts on the sports side, a lot of predictions have been for the Toronto Maple Leafs to be a team that are going to be favored in that division. Now, I'm saying I think it's going to be a very tight division. I think there's teams that have done some good moves. I, I think there could be some teams on this side that could be really really sneaky on this. But Alex, I'm going to go to you first. For overall, your reaction about the Canadian division, what team you think is going to stand out, underdog, favorite team, what four teams think you're going to make it, you start us off. Yeah, well, obviously, I'm going to be paying a little bit more closer attention to the Canadian division, or the North division, that is, uh, just because my team's in it, and that's the country I live in. What a crazy concept. But I I really, really like the baseball-style schedule of where you play a team three, four times in a row. I... If it goes like I think it will, I really hope it stays because I don't know. I I, want to see the Leafs play Montreal three times, and I want to see what's going to happen that third time. I want to see the Flames and Oilers play four times in a row, and I want to see what's going to happen in the fourth game. And I'd love to see the Leafs play the Canucks more. I always felt like those games were super chippy. Um, For the teams that I think are going to make it, I I think this is probably – I don't want to say the easiest division, but if it's not the easiest, it's the second easiest. Uh, teams that are going to make it, I think the Leafs for sure, the Oilers for sure, the Flames and Jets, I would imagine, would round it out. It depends. The Canucks could do it too, and I don't want to even write off the Senators. I don't know what it is. I like so I like so many of their acquisitions. I mean, I like 
if Matt Murray can play like Matt Murray when he first stepped into the league, oh, you can ride a hot goalie quite a way. I mean, they've done a lot of good moves. They've got what I think is probably a bona fide number one defenseman already. They were riding him 30 minutes a night in Thomas Shabbat. <sighs> I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to be quietly rooting for the Senators to try to make some noise in this division. I just don't think that that will happen. That's a lot of good points. You brought up the Senators, and I'm happy that you did. So I'll transition this. I'm going to go to Justin uh, for his points about the Canadian division. Obviously, in the Canadian division, it is all seven of the Canadian teams. I shouldn't have to list that, but I will throw it out there quickly. Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Vancouver, and Winnipeg are the seven Canadian teams in the National Hockey League. And it's a division that I think, yes, Par, you said it there, where it might be the quote-unquote one of the more easier divisions in comparison to some. But I think it's going to be the most exciting division. And we've you've also touched on that because of the rivalries in there. You said Calgary and you said Edmonton. I I can't wait for some Makachuk and, and against the Edmonton Oilers. I, I literally can't wait to see Toronto-Montreal all the time just duke it out. That's always a good game. But you mentioned the Ottawa Senators. And I'm happy that you did. And I want to give love to Ottawa. Okay, this is a, this is a city and a team that is hoping for that success. And I think the rink is in a horrific place. I hope they move that rink. <laughs> I've said that, but that's another conversation for yet another show. And plus we've already talked about it. I'm just so excited to see Tim Stutzla in there. I think he was a stud at the world juniors. Brady Kachuk, I feel is going to have a very strong year. Derek Stefan is going to be more exposed and be able to hopefully be that Derek Stefan that maybe we would have seen when he was with the Rangers and what he was expected to do with the Rangers. And Matt Murray, former Greyhound there, hashtag gem local, if you will. He, if he can get back to what he played, like he said, in Pittsburgh, this is going to be an exciting team to watch. It could be that team that is that underdog team, but there's that diamond in the rough that could play spoiler a lot this year. Do I think Ottawa is making the playoffs? No, I do not. Do I think they're going to make a little bit of a run for it? Yes. But do I think they're going to finish last in the division? Yes. And the reason why I say that is because of where the other state with the other Canadian teams are. And that is, though, my underdog in each division. I think they're going to do better than you think. I think from the teams that don't make it to the bottom, the separation is going to be very, very small. Like, I mean, under double digits in point length. I think that is how that's going to be. It's going to be an extremely tight division. Okay, so that's my underdog pick. Top four teams. I'm going to have to go Toronto. I'm going to have to go, of course, with the Edmontoners with that. You gotta, you can never go against Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl. I'm picking Vancouver in the top four. Uh, I really think the additions with Holpe and they're kind of the gold. I think they replaced Markstrom well with Holpe and having Demko in there. Uh, and I really think Elias Pettersson is going to really flourish against the Canadian team teams is a bit more of his style and Paul Horvat this year I think I just like what Vancouver has on the ice so I'm gonna say Vancouver is gonna finish that top four and to round out that top four I'm gonna say and I know Jets fans aren't gonna really like this I'm not including them in there and Paul Maurice friend of the show I'm sorry but I think it's gonna be the Calgary Flames you can't count out Calgary because of what they've been able to do this offseason they stood out to me that's the team that stood out to me this offseason was Calgary's moves by adding Markstrom and Tanev and of course Ottawa Senators that'd be a bad for those two teams I think stood out for me and overall the favorite though in this division is Toronto I would say Toronto is I'm not saying that as a biased opinion it's just realistic talk there but I think between Toronto Edmonton and Calgary it's going to be tighter than people anticipate Justin yeah I mean I uh I'm gonna echo the Ottawa Senator sentiment sentiment I mean uh, I I think they're gonna be a really exciting team to watch um, I've probably got them ranked a little higher than, than you guys do. I, uh, I went a little Ottawa heavy with my fantasy hockey team so far this year. So I'm, uh, I'm betting on them a little harder. Who did you get? Uh, uh I gotta, I'll hold please on that one. We'll come okay. Back yeah. To that. Tell to, us your uh, opinions as you, as you pull it up on Yahoo. Or yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, as far as far, I mean, I, I'd like to see the Leafs finish first in the division. I don't think it's going to happen because I'd rather they have a little adversity uh, this season. Um, but so, it's going to be bonkers, though, because I, I honestly think from like top to bottom, there's probably going to be a 10-point difference at the end of the I, season. Right? I think so, too. I agree. Definitely. It's gonna and be I, honest to God, like, April is going to be the most exciting month in Canada, watching, <laughs> watching hockey. With all, like, it's going to be nonsense with what's going on. Yes. But I think for my top four, 
and I'm going to have to, like, some people are going to absolutely hate me. Um, Toronto, Edmonton, Ottawa, Vancouver. Come on. Ottawa. Yeah. No way. I'm telling you, Ottawa's going to go on a tear. They're going to make some acquisitions defense-wise and watch out. What do you mean? They don't need to. They got Thomas Shabbat, Nikita Zaitsev. Who do I need to go on? <laughs> uh, well, never mind. What was the stat that Zaitsev had that blew me out of the water yesterday? I'm in a fantasy league where blocks is a stat that you're you're monitoring. Blocks and shots. And I think Zaitsev was like top 10 in one of those categories. And not just like block shots and stolen children in foreign countries, like blocks and shots. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I just I don't know how much I'd value Nikita Zaitsev just based off the fact that he blocks a lot of shots. I mean, he, I'm glad it's not like he can do much else. So at least he's in the right place at the right time. Listen, I, I found a stat that we could talk about him. It was relevant and we got almost a minute out of it. They, <laughs> Montreal was a team that we all left out. So Ooh. before we go to exactly there you go. Now I want to say one thing about Montreal, and uh, people have asked what they think about with the Josh Anderson, uh, did Josh Anderson for Max Domi trade? All right, that was that was one thing that uh, when I was asked if you think they got screwed over. Honestly, a hundred percent. I think Josh Anderson's not worth five and a half million dollars a year. He might prove me wrong in a Canadian division where it's feisty, a lot of battles. Okay, but if you're playing an NHL with the full regular schedule, I think Montreal got rid of a stud in Max Domi. I'm a fan of Max Domi. I love the way he's tenacious. I love the way that he plays the game. I'm happy that Toronto doesn't have to play him a bunch of times a year because of the way that he is. Okay, honestly, Montreal's moves this year, I know a lot of people are pegging them as an under-the-radar team that could pull out to be a surprise. I I, I don't see it. I I really do not see it. I, I feel like... This is going to be a year where Montreal fans might be a little bit disappointed despite what they did last year as they quote-unquote went further than Toronto. So a lot of Montreal fans are going to comment and say, Dave, you're a Toronto, typical Toronto fan. Look, I'm going to be honest. I don't like Boston. Okay, I like Montreal more than I, I like Boston. Okay, so I, they're not my least favorite team. Okay, actually, I even like Montreal more than New Jersey. People <laughs> find that surprising. Okay, so I'm flat out going to tell you, Montreal, I love seeing the Canadian team succeed. I'm hoping that this cup this year goes to a Canadian team so we can see the cup north of the border. But Montreal, I got to say, go around the horn quick before we proceed. Montreal's offseason moves, I feel like they, first off, overpaid for, for Josh Anderson. And I feel like they're, yes, a team that is built for playoff hockey, but I don't think they're a team that can make the playoffs. Well, that's mean. <laughs> Is it, is it true? I, I mean, they can. I mean, they, they just go as far as Carey Price can take them. Yeah, I thought that Josh Anderson acquisition was stupid as all hell. But um, I don't know. I'm looking at their I, roster right now. Was I too cruel? Was I too No, cruel? no. You call, you got to call a spade a spade sometimes. But, like, ah, no, hey, you're man, right. Montreal, 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 I, I didn't say Montreal was going to make the playoffs either. So, no, I mean. Toronto's defense, I'm sorry, I'm not that impressed with still either. Okay, I know you got Zach Bogosian, TJ Brody, and I'm still, and I've told you this par off air, and I think I've told Justin this, I miss Nazem Kadri a lot. I, I really do. I wish Toronto still had him. His contract was friendly-ish, four and a half million, if I correct, it might be off by a couple hundred thousand or whatever it may be. It's pretty friendly. Yeah, uh, that, that is. Okay, Kerfoot's making three and a half. Kadri's making a million more than than Kerfoot is, and Kadri is a way better player than Alex Kerfoot is. If I'm looking down the depth chart and I saw Matthews, Tavares, and Kadri as your one, two, three punch on center, plus the way Kadri can kill penalties and play power play, that is absolute unbelievable. Joel Thornton wouldn't be in Toronto, though, if Kadri was there, which it is what it is because they're not friends. Apparently, they don't like each other, but maybe he still would have been there. But besides that, nonsense. Kadri had a chunk of the dude's beard in his fist after a fight yeah i can imagine they don't like each other no the thing is though i really think with kadri that it was that trade was complete reaction on dubas's part and that's an error because bro uh, teacher sorry tyson barry goes in there and he stunk he was brutal he wasn't he was a second jake gardner to an extent i'm sorry yeah that that was karma though for trading him i think that's so i you're gonna love to hear this justin I would have rather Jake Gardner last year than, than Tyson Berry. Okay. That is not saying much though. That's not saying. It's so funny. Everybody, everybody knows that, but you though. (laughs) 
it's so funny now. Like I, I hear like, oh, what, what would that defense look like if they had Gardner on it? <laughs> yep. Yeah, <laughs> a nice little 50-point defenseman to have there. Like 50 points, like I don't know, like an average year for him. He's a 40-point guy in the bag, no problem. But oh, let's let's run that guy out of town quick. If but, there's guys that hit waivers, two guys that we're not really going to get into today, but I feel like Toronto did more on the defensive end is basically what I'm saying. So with Montreal fans going to get back to me on backlash, Toronto could have improved places, but I still think when it comes to the offense, the way the game is played and the way these Canadian teams are going to play, Toronto is going to flourish in that aspect. But if Mitch Marner plays like he did in that red and or sorry, in the red and white game here, I'm thinking the OHL with the Grams. If they play blue and white game the way he played then cherry picking at the blue line. That $10.5 million Marner ain't going to last all year, okay? He's he, he's going to get ridiculed for all hell, okay? But I mean, any he fun- should have last season. He sucked last season. $10.5 million, man. 10.9. Make Just call it 11, Dave. Just call it 11. <sighs> any just final not- thoughts with the Canadian division? Any final thoughts before we proceed? I mean, I, I don't think defense is going to matter much in the division. I think every game is going to be bonkers. Uh, the only the only thing that's exciting to me is Frederick Anderson in a contract year. Oh, here we go. Yeah, that's so, nice, like that's 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 enticing. Uh, and just to touch on the Montreal Canadiens roster, I mean, I look at it, and to me, it's kind of like when you're playing hockey ultimate team and you get like your first three like gold packs. <laughs> that's the, that's the Canadian. Yeah, there's a couple gold players on there. Sick goalie, but like, eh, I don't know if the rest of those but, guys. Are but then you've got like that. You've got that one defenseman who's got the really cool colored jersey, but you can't for the life of you figure out what the hell continent it's from. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's got like a bunch of bumper stickers all over it. Yeah, it's like, oh, all right. Well, I will admit I am a Shea Weber fan. I always have been for some reason, but that contract is ridiculous. But for, for the way 2013, Shea Weber was bananas. That's for yeah, sure. It, it was. So. No, but I remember when he put someone's face in the glass. Is that Peter Forsberg or Philip Forsberg? I must it must that's have been. the thing. When you have to say that, <laughs> he's, he's a little long in the tooth now. <laughs> okay, so we spent a little extra time on the Canadian division, given so. Uh, we're going to proceed on to the next division, guys. It's the West Division. And in the West Division, okay, it gets, it gets real – I think it Bad. gets – Interesting. Interesting, but yes, bad is a good word, a more cruel word. But you got NI, Arizona, Colorado, LA, Minnesota, San Jose, St. Louis, Vegas. Holy my goodness. There's a lot of weak links. There is no middle team. You're either decent slash good or you're absolute rebuilding. I won't say shit because that's just rude. I'm not in the National Hockey League, so I can't just call people shit. Because I will let you know right now that the LA Kings are shit. So I'll <laughs> say what you can. It's just like. There's a lot of bad teams there, man. Like, you look at the West Division, and it's kind of like you go for dinner, and it's like you get two sides, and it's like, nice, I get two sides. And then you look at the list of sides, and you're at Popeye's. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the West Division. Like, you look, it's like, nice, look at all these teams. Four of them have to win. Mr. Analogy. That's your new nickname, I think, Mr. Analogy. I'll take it. I See – now, I'll go to you first, Justin, because uh, I went a little extended on the Canadian division because I really want to talk about Montreal because that was something that was, you know, kind of more asked me by a lot of Montreal fans. And I'm hopefully hopefully nobody hits the unfollow button on our things because of what I said about Montreal. But, you know, that's what causes the spark in the rivalry here. People want to reach out to give me bets. I'll do that. But in the West, we got to I think this would be a division that we can get to quite quickly, which why we give a little extra time for the North division slash Canadian division. I'll let you start off about. You know, favorite four teams you think are going to proceed? The favorite team in the division, underdog in the division, and just overall a team that stood out to you this offseason with their moves? Uh, well, I mean, I think it, like I think it's easy to say that St. Louis, Vegas, Minnesota, Colorado are probably going to be the top teams. Is it easy to say Minnesota is going to be a top team? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I, well, who else? I, I can't really... Uh, well, is Arizona better than Minnesota? Time will tell. Are the Ducks better? I don't know. Are the Sharks? I don't know. Like, I mean, like, St. Louis no. signing Hoffman made, you know, was interesting oh, to me. Love that. Toronto sort of hopped all over that, but they don't need offense. I shouldn't say that. Sorry, proceed. Um, <laughs> and then what was the other one? Brandon Saad in fucking Colorado. That, uh, that was an interesting little move there. Yeah. I think yeah. that gives them a little more playoff experience that they don't they're kind of lacking on that roster. Yeah. See, you say sod there and I'll say flat out and I'm going to jump into you with this on this point. The favorite in that division for me is Colorado. All right. 
And by top, far. It's not close. Yeah, 100%. Top four is Colorado, St. Louis, Vegas, and I'm sorry, the Coyotes. That's my top four. Minnesota will be the odd team looking. I'm very interested that you said Minnesota because that's where I was kind of leaning towards, believe it or not, as well. The Ducks I'm not really impressed with, and the other teams are rebuilding. Call it, so those are the top four teams that said the favorite. The underdog in the division, I'll say, is – it's going to be close between the Ducks and Minnesota, but if I had to say a team, it'd be Minnesota. But overall in this division, I said the favorite team was, that's my Stanley Cup favorite, is the Colorado Avalanche. Flat out telling you that right now. Nathan McKinnon is the best player in the league right now. Sorry, McDavid. I'm talking about all-around player. McDavid's the fastest player. He probably gets the most point. He's going to get the most points technically in the league. But if I'm looking at a team, yes, I'm picking McDavid over McKinnon. But there's something about McKinnon where I think right now – actively in the league he's the guy i'm picking okay and that's why i'm saying colorado is going to be on the back of mckinnon they got landis Cobb. they got they got some youth in that decor and let's be honest they got the best rookies coming up through the through the through the grapevine too you got bowen byram yeah baron uh which you know world junior people that we're talking about here that obviously didn't really work out for the world junior team but colorado man like it's the team to watch alex justin Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's, eh, I don't know, I'll go, yeah, Colorado Blues and the Knights. I think those are for sure, no doubt about it, definitely in the bag. Honestly, I don't care. Spin a fucking wheel for all I care and see what it lands on. That's my fourth pick. They're all they're all bad. It doesn't matter. The top three teams are the ones that matter. You know what? Just for the sake of picking, I'm going to go Ducks. I'm going to say Gibson's going to have a Vesna year. How about that? I like that. I like that. Who's your underdog then in the division? Ah. Uh, yeah, they're so bad. They're so bad. No, I mean, yeah, I guess LA would just have to be the underdog just because they're by far the worst. And if they win like five games, that's them outperforming most teams or most people's expectations. So yeah, LA is the underdog. Yeah, go go get them, Kings. Go get them. Love that. Uh, so overall, <laughs> in that division, I think it's going to be a division that's easily easy easy to uh, kind of predict. But I think that's the easiest division in terms of picking, in terms of talent with teams we're building. And, of course, Oilers fans aren't too pleased because they finally get to play California teams that are on the other side of, let's say, winning. San Jose, uh, Anaheim, and, you know, L.A. And L.A., right? There's three teams that are all, maybe not the Ducks as much, but on the rebuilding end where Edmonton could have flourished. But as Dane would say, one of our trusty analysts here on Gem, the Oilers getting fucked over again. Another complaint. <laughs> another, another complaint by Dane Hancho, and I will quote Dane. I guess so. You think, uh, do you think the Oilers have been fucked over more than they've had first overall picks? Probably not. Yeah, I, I love how Oilers fans say they've been fucked over. You had how many first overall picks? Okay, yeah. and you struck Gary out on- just rigging every lottery. Just like, please, please, I don't have to do this again. Just win. Hey, the, the Leafs almost got the first overall this year. If you watch the video, another optimistic yeah. Leaf fan. Nah, nah, that's, that's just us being crazy Leafs fans. Yeah, now, that's just – I mean, it, it didn't happen, so – No, it did So, you know what? We were going to do a commercial break in between two and four. We're actually going to do one more division. We have time to do one more division, I feel, before we go to commercial break, and then we'll get into the East Division. So the one before the East Division that we're going to talk about right now is the Central Division. Carolina, Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Detroit, Florida, Nashville, Tampa Bay. This is, in my opinion, next to the East – the most interesting division. I'm going to say this actually is the most interesting division. Okay. So, and the reason why is because I got my red flags, uh, or sorry, I should say my asterisks. I shouldn't say red flags. Red flags means warning. I should say my asterisks on teams that I'm interested in. That's Carolina. That is Columbus. That is Nashville. And that is Tampa. Okay. Those are the top four teams in that, in my, in the division. Sorry. I completely lied to you there. I completely lied to you. I think Dallas is in that top four instead of Carolina. Sorry. Carolina was going to be a team on the outside looking in. Okay. So they were considered my underdog in the division, but they're not really an underdog because they're a pretty good, obviously team. So my main underdog team was Florida. I think Florida is going to be the team that's going to play spoiler all year. But in terms of the other four, you got Dallas, you got Columbus and Nashville and Tampa. I I'm still 
a firm belief that Nashville is a team that is better than Carolina. I think it's going to be real close. Carolina will be that team on the outside looking in. Okay, that last team, one or two points out. Sorry, jerk fans. You know, you got a stud defensive core. got a great team. I just feel like it's going to be different hockey for them this year. And I got a little feeling about Nashville making it. I don't know why. I just I just got a feeling about the Predators making it. And they had a good draft this year, drafting Yaroslav Askarov, in my opinion. I feel the future is bright in Nashville and net as it has been for quite some time with their goaltending prospects so that's my top four i chose my underdog team the favorite in the division is lights out tampa bay okay like they they arguably might be another stanley cup final team that might be playing against colorado if that's a thing i i know it's going to be different the playoff format in the national hockey league but those are my reactions with the central division if i had to stay a team that stood out to me this offseason in terms of moves (laughs) i would uh i would have to go the route of I was going to say either Florida and I was even considering uh, going to say Carolina because of some moves that they didn't really make, keeping the same nucleus of guys. But Florida, because of bringing in Anthony Duclair, I think that's going to be a steal in their top six. But they're not going to really be a playoff team. So it really go my statement is pretty much erased. But teams that sit out for moves, Florida's always trying to make those moves, but they're going to be in tight in this division. Alex. Yeah, I'm looking at Florida's roster right now, and uh, it's it's hard. It's uh, it just depends. Bobrovsky, if he isn't winning the Vesna, he is probably like bottom five goalie in the league. So it's just a big toss up for Florida, which Bobrovsky is going to show up. I also think it's one of the coolest things this season is when would have been the last time two Stanley Cup finalists were in the same division. I definitely do not know, but that's something we've got this time. So the Lightning and the Stars are going to be playing each other X amount of times this year, which is going to be fantastic if Dallas doesn't have a short memory and can remember. Like, oh, yeah, these are the guys that just ruined our childhood dreams. Uh, (laughs) Top two guys or two teams right there, boom, one and two, Lightning and Stars. I don't care which one you put one and which one you put two. Uh, Three and four, those ones get a little bit harder because you've got a lot of teams that have – yeah. That, like, right on the verge of talent. I think the Panthers, and I'm going to say the Hurricanes, because I think those are two teams that have been brimming just about to boil over with a bunch of success. And I think this will be that wacky, weird season where if you can get off to the right start or have the right stretch of hockey, that you can bring that momentum into the playoffs. Um, Look at it. Just if you're listening at home, look at the Panthers roster for yourself and, and tell me that it's hard to not put them in um, the underdog. Uh, it's always the Jackets. They always seem to have that that willingness to play. And I guess maybe they don't want to get chewed up by torts if they have a bad shift. But I'm going to say the Jackets is the underdog with the Red Wings and the Blackhawks just for sure out of the equation. Love that. Justin. Yeah, this is an interesting one. This is. This is tough. Like this division is like going to be physically tough to play in. Like the, I, I think Carolina. If if it goes the way I think it's going to go, Carolina kind of learns to toughen up a little bit, and maybe maybe learns that uh, can take that extra step in the playoffs. So I guess what I'm saying here is I have Carolina in my top four. Um, I'm going Tampa number one, Dallas number two, Columbus number three, Carolina number four. With Florida being the uh, the underdog, maybe the variable sw- swapping out with Carolina at the end of the season, but I just Florida's you always get so hyped on Florida and then they always let you down. It always always happens with the goddamn Florida Panthers. But I mean, like Nashville's almost there, but I just I don't think it's gonna happen for them this year. Detroit's out of it. Chicago's out of it. I think uh, Carolina's gonna be the team to watch for me in that division, though. Carolina, you know what? I'm not showing love to Carolina, but they definitely do have a good team. But I just feel like the way this division's built, it's going to be very interesting. I'm surprised no one picked the Red Wings in the top four. Just kidding. That is a- <laughs> <Shut>. <laughs> All right, that's our that's our that's our cue for break after something like that. That's a bad joke. So, fellas, it's Dave McKagan joined by Justin Heichel and Alex Parr here for the Game Sports Show and Orange Spirit Brewing Company full hockey edition. Show the NHL preview show with some other topics as well. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get into the East Division and then we'll round out with a quick local discussion based in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Then our bonus topic to wrap up the show. Only one commercial. Where else do you get this type of content? One commercial. You just don't. It's not a thing. We'll be right back after these messages. Don't go anywhere.
The game sports show and game entertainment media want to give a quick stick tap to LivingSisu.com. Sisu is a Finnish word for determination, tenacity, and resiliency. LivingSisu.com wants to activate your lifestyle by offering discounts and exclusive offers from your favorite sports brands. Sign up is free at LivingSisu.com where you will earn instant offers that will help you save on sports tools, products, supplements, and so much more. Be sure to check it all out at LivingSisu.com. The Game Sports Show, powered by Jim, would love to give a belly rub to Northern Critters in Need. Northern Critters in Need is an animal foster and adoption agency located in Ignis, Ontario, with connecting stations within Thunder Bay and Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada. NCIN can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Northern Critters in Need, with a mission to rescue lost, abandoned, and abused and unwanted pets. With a name to find forever homes for these animals, doesn't matter where you're located. If you're looking to bring a new fur baby into your life, NCIN. The reach of our rescue goes far beyond our township. Hi, it's Rob Shrimp from 44 Vision Hockey. 44 Vision Hockey is an online coaching platform for both boys and girls. The 44 Vision platform is a 360-degree immersive training model designed to help players achieve their goals. You can learn from the coaches who have all achieved from the highest levels in the game, all the way from NHL on the men's side to Olympic team members on the women's side. Check out our website at 44visionhockey.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Zachary Kelly. I'm a professional goaltender in the Washington Capitals organization. If you're a sports person, well, you need to download my new app. It's called Living Sisu, S-I-S-U. Everything about sports, from discounts to events to just learning new tips and tricks about sports. Download the app. Follow us on Instagram. We have the app just came out there on iOS and Android. Just want to say a big shout out to the guys at the Game Sports Show. Thanks a lot. And I really appreciate you guys. And we'll talk real soon. Welcome back to the Game Sports show david mckay still joined by alex parr and justin heiko here on this northern superior brewing company upload full hockey edition show the nhl preview show we were talking about divisions we already went through the north division the west and the central division we have one more division we're going to get into and that is the east and then we've got a couple other topics to get into before we wrap up our show here tonight and making sure that listeners are hitting like follow and subscribe and all the platforms that Jim and the game sports show provides now get into that east division fellas boston buffalo new jersey islanders rangers philadelphia pittsburgh and washington now i'll quickly say with the east uh uh, Corey crawford sorry calling in a career obviously very unexpected he signed in new jersey a lot of expectation from the goal there be that veteran to be with mackenzie blackwood Uh, unfortunately had to retire uh, due to injury of course you know we obviously wish him a great retirement here on the game sports show as well with washington Right there's they've made some moves this offseason, one of which bringing in Henrik Lundqvist. And unfortunately, Henrik Lundqvist had to uh, choose not to play this year after having open heart surgery, which he's given an update about, which we obviously uh, we wish him the best as well. So a lot of like a lot of heartfelt news in that division, of course, but it's also a very competitive division. I just went through all the teams and. I, it's it's a toss-up for this division just as much as it is the central and par i'm gonna let you go first justin second then i will conclude the usual stuff that we've touched upon guys on the show the bruins and islanders are for sure gonna make it Ugh. the sabers will not the devils will not it's so Rangers hard for me i want to say the rangers are gonna make it oh and oh man i want to say both the penguins and the capitals miss flyers make it in how's that oh okay now favorite team in the division and what team stood out to you this offseason most with moves Mm, i'm gonna say i think the rangers probably had the best acquisition but that's more in part to the draft than anything getting lafreniere i don't know if you guys saw the video of him just absolutely crushing some guy into the boards at camp oh my god he melted his own teammate i couldn't believe it um yeah and then if sabinajad can even play 75 percent as good as he did last season uh what was that game he scored five goals plus the ot winner in a 6-5 game had 41 <laughs> goals as a breakout season sounds Please like Sabinijad- l21 bro <laughs> come on yeah that we're gonna, yeah, I mean, we're in Div 1 now, so I'll throw out the good vibes. Yeah, we're, we're playing good. We're playing good. We're playing good. Uh, yo, Justin, do you have a PlayStation? <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm an Xbox guy. Oh, Dane and God, I have had this battle forever. Boo, boo. boo. Yeah, boo. Um, 
And then the favorite for the division, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the Islanders. I'm gonna say they're gonna win it. They got that Barzell deal wrapped up nice. I think that seven mil over three years is, or seven mil per each year in a three-year deal, is a great contract for them. Glad that's sorted out before the games start or anything like that. Um, I don't know. I think the Penguins and Capitals' time have both kind of come. I I don't know what the Capitals are gonna do with their goalie situation. Uh, I think the Penguins are top heavy and i think their roster runs dry throughout the devils i mean come on sabers i mean come come on you're gonna sign taylor hall a one-year deal for buffalo yeah you're gonna sign taylor hall on a one-year eight million dollar deal and think you're competitive come on that that's nice buffalo that's cute but come on you're not making it again um and then i I don't know what it is the flyers i feel like they can do it uh no sophomore slump for carter hart or cat a hat um yeah and uh yeah, and I think that's what it's going to be. It's going to be the Islanders, then the Bruins, then the Rangers, then the Flyers. I've got big hopes for the Rangers here. Like that, Justin. Yeah, see, I'm uh, I'm banking a little hard on the Rangers too. I, I, how did how you fancy you finish that in your fantasy too? Yeah, I did. 100%. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he was he was there for so long. I had to take him. Well, that's the thing. I don't understand why people like someone in my pool took Kucherov. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? What? You might be back. No, he won't. I promise you he won't. <laughs> if he is, he's back for like 10 games, maybe. I will maybe. I, I will bet you my entire roster that he won't play this season. How about that? Like, wow. But, but, uh, without him, just saying. But, yeah, I got, uh, I've probably got some varying opinions on this division. I think uh, we can agree Pittsburgh's going to miss. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Washington's in. I think Philly's in. I think the Rangers are in. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I'm the Islanders. I think are, are are for sure. Like how how do they not? But so I you're think saying Buffalo, the Bruins miss. Yeah, 100 percent, 100 percent. I think Chara leaves and they're just gonna miss. <laughs> no, I think they're gonna be shell shocked this year. Like I just I don't. I think the Bruins are gonna try to play the Bruins game where I don't. I just. <sighs> You can't just have Pasternak all the time. Okay, okay, we can have the Canadians fan base hate us, but now you're throwing in another original six team <laughs> fan base that's gonna hate us. I, I, Listen, I don't there know. has not been nothing good sports wise has ever come out of the city of Boston. The state of Massachusetts <laughs> is a goddamn dump. <laughs> uh, they're trash. They eat goddamn clam soup for a living over there, and they all sound funny. I've had enough of them. <laughs> Love. I, love I feel that. like I feel like that came from a place I hurt. Are you okay, Justin? You want to talk about anything? 2013 Game Seven, man. 2000. 2000- oh wait, don't we have like three options of Game Sevens to talk about though? Oh, or, or the Patriots ruining my life at any point in time, like. Oh, the Gardner Expressway in the one year. I mean, I, I don't really, I don't really have an issue with the Celtics. They're, they're all right. I mean, Larry. Bird. They eliminated the Raptors. Yeah, but. I'm a bandwagon Raptors fan. If anything, I'd probably... We all are, Justin. We live in Canada. <laughs> we have to be. Yeah. Uh, I'll say right now, flat out, okay, that first off with Boston, uh, that's why I'll... This perfect transition. They're in the top four for me. I'm going to flat out say easy, it. Okay. Easy, uh, easy not, top four. Yeah, they... they I don't want to give credit to a team that I've said, vocally said that I've disliked, but I'm going to keep it real where I still think they have... A year or two before you could start considering them on a not a rebuild because they have some youth in their Pasternak. You have McLoy, you have uh, Carlo, you have a good nucleus of younger guys in there. But I think Boston one day soon will be retooling. I no one likes that word. I don't know why. I love it. I think retools. If you're in a retool state, you're laughing because you've built enough prospects in your pool and you can easily transition them into a team that's already had success. If you have to do a full rebuild like Toronto's had to do, like Detroit has had to do now because they've lost that inside prospects that are like they that the pool wasn't strong, then there's a concern for the organization where Boston still has a good amount of youth in their system. It's still suspect for me, but pretty Boston still has that window of trying to get that success and i still think this year is a part of that window so they are in the top four for me the other team that's in the top four is the philadelphia flyers next to the tampa lightning colorado avalanche this is one of my favorite teams to be a stanley cup champion i heard also somebody else 
Ryan Whitney of Spit and Chicklets voiced his same pleasure for the Philadelphia Flyers. I've been saying it about the Flyers for the past month. I feel like uh, with Carter Hart and just the Flyers overall, the way that they play, they are the favorite for that division, let alone being in the top four. The next team that's going to be in that top four for me is the Washington Capitals. I think Chara is going to be a big part of that defense, believe it or not, despite that he's 43 years old. He's going to fit nicely there in Washington. Despite having a goaltending situation, Sam Sonoff will do a great job. Maybe one day our buddy Zach Fucali will get a call up this year. That'd be absolutely amazing. But that aside, I still think Washington is too strong of a team to not be in that top four. And that next team to be in the top four, I was very close to be making this the Rangers. Okay, I was. I love New York. What they've done, I'm very upset. They got Alexis Lafreniere. I feel like I would have loved for him to go somewhere else if the ball would have bounced a different way. But at the end of the day, the Rangers are looking perfect with their the nucleus of guys they have now and upcoming. The Rangers are going to be a very dangerous team this year and going forward. Flat out going to say that. They paid a little much for Chris Kreider. That might affect them long term, but it won't be too concerning for them. But they're not in my top four, but they are my underdog team. Uh, so to get that fourth team going, I'm going to tell you right now that it is going to be can't believe i'm saying this uh it's going to be the new york islanders uh i want to i think mentioning the islanders they're too good of a team just overall and play that team game i'm sorry to the pittsburgh penguin fans that's the way that the window how top heavy they are i feel like it's the facts, unless they can make some moves this year to try to make something improve for them, I can't see them being that team. Buffalo, I'm sorry. No, just no. I would love to see a playoff game in Buffalo. I remember how it was in 98 uh, when they beat Toronto and, and uh, when Buffalo moved on to play against the Dallas Stars. That place is rocking all the time. New Jersey, just no. Uh, but overall, th- th- what I want to say about the Islanders, one thing I like is that Barzell deal that you alluded to, Par. And he took $7 million for three years. Where the fuck is Mitch Marner on this conversation? I want him to jump in on this conversation. First off, Barzell's a centerman. Barzell is a better hockey player than Mitch Marner is. Flat out going to say it. He is, and it's a different position. Okay. If not, they might have some similarities, but if I'm choosing a team, I'm picking Barzell over Mitch Marner. And I'm a Toronto Maple Leaf fan, and I'm saying that. Maybe a little hostile about paying $11 million for a winger, but nonetheless, Barzell, that team has bought in, and they're well coached. Okay. Favor in that division, though, Philadelphia Flyers. Okay. And overall, like I said, my top teams were Toronto, Colorado, Tampa Bay, and the Philadelphia Flyers. Those are overall my top teams in division, but watch out for Philly this year. Okay. I'm going to say it right now. Philadelphia Flyers are going to be something to watch. And Pittsburgh, I'd like to see how they react after they potentially don't make it how the organization proceeds going forward. But that is our full division reaction. Any further reaction uh, with the East Division before we go to our last couple topics before we wrap up? Nothing. I think I think I think we've said all that needs to be said. Definitely. Now I know I, I had to go off a little bit there with, with the Boston Bruins. I, just I can tell. I had to. It just felt All nice. right. Get it out of your system. So now with the World Juniors, quick reaction with this. It's already been talked about. It's old news. We said it on our group. Justin, I'm not going to take your comment, what you said about the young kids losing to the States. I'll just say one thing about the United States is the way that they reacted when they won. People that are upset about the way that they reacted, you had to think that that was the way it's going to go. And not because, no, not because they're Americans. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they were a team that were underdogs going into that game and they just beat a powerhouse of a team. They're going to be pumped and they're going to be excited. They haven't been able to show that emotion in hockey in quite some time. They just beat one of the, if not the biggest rivals, they're going to show that emotion. So I don't put down the States in any way. I don't care what they did at the end with the can or anything like that. That it is what it is. It makes for good media talk. Congratulations to the States. They were by far the better team in that game. They wanted it more flat out. Alex. Well, I mean, if you don't want them to laugh at you and to celebrate, why don't you beat them then Canada? I did. I honestly did not. It's just because you're gonna hear more about the upset Canadians, just because there's probably more upset Canadians and upset Americans when it comes to the World Juniors. But uh, I don't know. Like, I, all I wanted all tournament was Canada to play the States in the gold medal game because I think those were the only two teams that, you know, had a fighting chance. And Canada had a cakewalk to the finals. The States got beat up a little bit on their way there, and I think that kind of toughened them up. And Canada wasn't ready for a team like that. And yeah, yeah well, yeah, <laughs> life goes on. I'm not too upset, too upset about it. I've had some time to heal the wounds as well. 
Justin, any quick, quick, brief reaction on what you think? And tell the listeners your comment in our in our group as well. I mean, I'm just I'm a firm believer in this tournament where if you don't face any adversity, the second you face adversity, like it, it's a lot harder to how to learn how to overcome that in the moment versus having done it once already. And it's really shitty when the moment's in a championship game and you're kind of it's the way it is. But I mean, I guess I think I said this in the group or I texted Dave this, but anyone who was a Leafs fan knew in the first six minutes of that game how it was going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. You did. It's, I'm not saying anything bad about the kids. Like, Love I mean, that you said it. Love that you said it because it's so fucking true. <laughs> like the the Americans came out. It was a David versus Goliath, and I mean, like the Canadians were a monster that entire tournament. So you'd have to think that those American kids were gonna be fucking like. That's some big dick energy right there. You're, you know what I mean? That's we just fucking knocked off the Canadians. We're gonna wave this around for ten years now. We're gonna tell our grandkids about this. Yep. It's a, it's just as good a story the other way it is as it is if the Canadians win. I mean, if Canada wins, that's how it's supposed to go. You know what I mean? That's how everyone expects it to go. If the Americans win, it's a little salt in the wound, and it makes it more interesting next year. Hey, maybe one day they have a rematch in the Olympics. Maybe one day we'll see that down the road. But that's that's just it. I mean, rivalries. That's what makes sports fun. So, I don't know. Embrace it a little bit. Good for the Americans. I don't, I don't care about the can thing. Celebrate. Have fun. They're kids. Yep, and they did it right in style. So that's the reaction with the World Juniors that people have been asking me about as well. So we thought we'd get that out with that. So we got two more topics we're going to jump into briefly, fellas. I'm going to lead the next topic quickly because it's a very quick update, of course. Uh, going with our Gem Local discussion. If everyone doesn't know what Gem Local is, you will very soon. little teaser for you, hopefully very soon, uh, given what goes on in the world, of course. But in terms of Gem Local, it's where... Uh, our particular home base of where the show is recorded. We give an update of the local sports in that area. It could be Sault Ste. Marie like we are now. It could be in Sioux, Michigan. It could be in Escanaba like EJ is, or it could be in a show in Southern Ontario, whatever it may be that we're talking about. Gem Local is about the local region of where this particular show is being recorded. So sticking with the Gem Local hashtag, we got to give a quick update in terms of the COVID-19 regulations. So they obviously have extended the lockdown. So what does this mean for the NOJHL and what does this mean for the Ontario Hockey League? There is still some more room for comment for me to get into and also release on some future shows. But it is expected that extensions in terms of rescheduling and also league play to start, if not even consideration of cancellations, might start to be a thing as well. Okay, this is what I'm hearing from potential experts in the uh, in, within those sports that there could be potential for that. However, there are specific leagues that have plans that are following the government guidelines hopefully to start when things are back to normality including the NOJHL and their in their uh, most recent update on their website you know they were waiting until the January 10th lockdown was complete and now there's an extension for that in Ontario of course so that it, they're going to follow those extensions and hopefully see about other protocols that they can take place so overall in the world of sports hockey wise and just other sports that are all on pause and we are anticipating either further extensions or potential cancellations with particular leaks that I'm being told. So that is the way of the world currently. It's very sad to see, of course, and also wishes to all the local businesses around, especially here with our Gem Locals through St. Marie. You know, it's a certain, certainly a tough time for everyone in the local region. Uh, hopefully everyone can still support local if it comes to ordering food, ordering beer, or if it comes from just buying clothes or just supporting those local businesses that have been there for us, especially the older businesses, make sure you are able to uh, support them still in this pandemic that has been recently extended till February uh, the 14th that it seems as well per release by today by Premier Ford. So that is my gem local update. There's not much to talk about in terms of sports. Just give me an update of what I've been told that we may expect some more media releases this week. That's a bonus topic I want to get to, guys. That is our bonus topic for the show, the sport that is either within the show that we're talking about or a separate sport that we're going to get into. And I did spoil that it is a sport that is outside of it. And it is going to be basketball. Just a quick couple minutes here for wrapping up the show. And the reason why I want to bring up the basketball is I want to stick to the Canadian side with touching a little bit on the NBA. I just feel like with the NBA this season, 
It hasn't had the excitement of a start as I'm used to seeing in the NBA. Now, that could be because of the Raptors be having the record that they do have. So with the NBA overall, I'm hoping things start to really pick up and go forward in the NBA because it's the most active sport on next to football currently, of course, as we wait hockey puck drop to, to occur. Then, of course, baseball in the coming months to occur. But the Raptors, guys, is the one thing I want to go around the horn with quickly. Awful start to the season so far. Nothing is gelling on the court. Pascal Siakam has had some drama off the court where he leaves a game early, which I hated seeing, to be honest. Uh, they still have a, a, a team, though, that seems just like they're lost out of Baca and Gasol. And I can't, I can't believe I'm saying that. That presence on the court and that leadership is just not the same. Uh, overall, with the Raptors, it's not the same Raptors team that we're seeing. And as a fan, I felt this was going to be a year where they could maybe a bit lower in the conference. And would still be a playoff team, but right now the way they're playing, they aren't a playoff team. And this is a year where Masai Ujiri needs to get reassigned, which hopefully that occurs. Giannis attempted a Kumpo maxed up in Milwaukee. So a dream of getting Giannis is down the toilet, which is hard to, when you want to start banking on free agents, that's not really the way you want to go with an organization anyways, but the Raptors, is it still too early to start hitting the panic button or hitting the panic buttons? A thing. What do you think, Bar? Uh, since the start of the season, I've been saying back to being destined for mediocrity forever. Just like the Raptors we know have been, with all their first, second, and third round exits, we win once. Woohoo! And then back to mediocrity forever. The purgatory of mediocrity. I, I don't know. I'm not the biggest basketball guy, like we were saying, all bandwagon Raptors fans, just because we're Canadian. But, uh, yeah, I mean, nah, we're not going to win. But we're not going to be awful. With this this stretch right now, they're losing games by like one point. That that'll be over. Siakam will hopefully figure it out. But his deal is looking real bad right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Just just get ready for mediocrity and maybe a playoff appearance every now and then. Justin. Yeah, I mean everyone knows that I am a, a plethora of basketball knowledge here. Um, but I. I really think that Gasol and Serge kind of offered us, uh, they spoiled us in the middle a little bit. They gave uh, some defensive stability that uh, let the guys play out front. And uh, you went instead and went to no frills, went to the great 88 cent sale and replaced it with uh, this guy. Some, <laughs> and I, I don't, is it Aaron Baines? Is that Baines. his name? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm all about the trusty white guy in the NFL. Like, you've got a receiver that, you know, it's, <laughs> Like Joe Juravicious for the Tampa Bay Bucks when they were in their Super Bowl run early 2000s. Like that guy just made a couple Edelman. plays. Yeah, Edelman. You know what I mean? You've just got that guy that comes out of nowhere every once in a while and he's fucking solid. This guy, it's like they got him at Arby's and he's just not good at all. Aaron Bynes. And then what? There. And then whatever they backfill him with is even worse. Like yeah. I just, I don't. <sighs> It's, I've tried to watch one or two games, and then it's like, all right, well, I'm not like super understanding of what's going on in basketball, but this looks like a disorganized mess. And then you watch another team. like I've, I've caught a couple Charlotte games this year, and it's like, well, they don't look like a mess. This looks you know, entertaining. Something going on here. Caught a New York Knicks game. Knicks look like they knew what they were doing. They're the Toronto Maple Leafs of the NBA. So, I mean, I think the Raptors are in trouble. Yeah, OG, they got some good youth there with OG and Siakam. And no, they got some tradable pieces. Yeah, they do now. They got Kyle. They got You got guys that you could potentially move. Fred Van Fleet, $21 million salary. I love Fred, though. He's a fan favorite. Uh, he's also young. This is a guy who's getting 20 points a game. Like this team, like I, like Par said, I feel, I feel like they're going to turn it around. Uh, but are they a team that's going to win us in Canada an NBA championship this year? No. Is it something we're going to see in the near future? Probably not, but hopefully. No, you can just flat out say no. And hopefully Masai Ujiri, though, can resign. I love Masai, and I feel like he can get this team back to that superiority that's been for the past decade. They've been a playoff team for the past decade or so, and I feel like this team can still keep that streak alive if they can get bounced back this year. But it all starts with Siakam and, and maintaining this fucking cool, man, and don't be a prima donna out there. Don't be walking off the court when you're losing just because you got a big payday. Fred Van Fleet's grinding. You be grinding. That's the way it's got to be. So, fellas, this has been a full hockey preview show with a little bit of reaction about the World Juniors and, of course, with a little bit of bonus topic with the NBA and basketball. We will be talking about a lot more basketball as the season goes forward. Yes, there will be a separate show in terms of basketball uploads. We're just getting that twined and tweaked, if you will. Sorry. 
on the game sports show and gem and so this is show has been brought to you by Northern spirit brewing company where it's a northern thing make sure you hit like follow and subscribe on all our platforms as well as reach out to Northern spirit brewing company where you can have the free local delivery if you're in sioux st marie ontario of course and you can just order some delicious beer okay it's fantastic in Northern spirit yet this is another local business make sure you support local we're big here on jam with local businesses in particular with Northern spirit brewing company so make sure you reach out to them we certainly miss being in that tap room as much as we're going to love being in our office more forward but it's still a great time when it does open up and you have the opportunity to go inside Northern spirit brewing company make sure you do so so justin i want to say thank you for coming on the show alex i want to say thank you for coming on the show and taking the time and we went into a lot tonight went a little bit extra but not too much but we're now we're going to get to our conclusion here so i want to say thank you very much again for joining us on the show and we'll be in touch as the season goes on and again you took the time to be here and it's always appreciated and thanks for having me dave you know where to find us I do. Simple text away, if you will. Now, I hope remind listeners that hopefully you follow all the protocols and policies with COVID-19 and you stay safe, particularly with our new Ontario lockdown that you follow everything that's going on. I want to get back to normality. Please follow the rules. I miss I miss hugging people. I miss hugging you guys. It's <laughs> giving oh. you a big hug, you know, big, you know, that's me banging the shoulder. One of those hugs where you really squeeze. You know, I can't wait to one day that we're that we're able. I'm glad to- you explained that out of context. It sounded pretty questionable. And, I, and I'm slapping my shoulder over here, like people know exactly what I'm doing. I think I'm trying to get that relation. <laughs> but I want to make sure all the listeners as well check out the previous content, the Game Sports Show and Gem. We got some great uploads coming up, as I mentioned at the top of the show, including our Darren McCarty upload this week. Credit to Alex Parr with all the videos that are going to be released to that. He is the man, the myth, and the legend when it comes to videos. He's trying to teach me how to do it. Plot and trust me, it's a, it's like put me on training wheels when it comes to the video side of things. I thought I knew everything, but till I met Parv, nope, I do not on this video side of things. So make sure you follow all the content that's going to be coming up with the game and make sure you keep a lock with all the things we have in our calendar and all the updates that are going to be sporadic with uploads, but we will continue to have this entertainment in particular in this time of need. Now, getting to our conclusion, I'm here to remind you, Dave McCake, sign off here. Keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah.